I want to jump into the New Testament today uh, in the first letter of John. Uh, John was an apostle of Jesus, one of the 12 disciples, and he's writing to a church or churches who are having some tough times, and he's trying to encourage them, uh, and he's doing it with getting back to the basics about how we should care for one another. So let's pick up the story in 1 John chapter 4. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. So John gives us pretty much the theology of love. God is love. If we think about who or what God is, God is love. And God loved us first. He created us in God's image. And then God also loved us through Jesus by sending his son into the world to die on a cross and to come back to life so that we can be forgiven our wrongdoing. Our guilt and shame can be taken away and replaced with joy and peace. We can live life to the full in Christ on the earth as we live in it now, and we can live forever in the kingdom of God that's coming at the end of time. And so God is love. God loves us, especially through Jesus. And having received this love of God, we are so full of that that we are now supposed to go and to share that with others just like our students did, just like our leaders did up in West Virginia. They went and they shared the love of God. God is love. God shares that love with us, most especially through Jesus Christ and what he did for us on the cross. And when we receive God as love, we are so full of that that we're supposed to go out into the world and share that good news with others and love other people. Now, we've got to be careful and, and note that in the Bible that love is not really so much an emotion. It's more of an action. It's a choice. It's, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. It's the way that we treat each other. And so we're supposed to treat each other just as God treated us through Jesus. He was, God was self-giving. God poured God's self out for us. And it's through the actions that God did this. And so it says that if we hate others, especially through the way that we treat them, then, then we don't love God because God is love and God is inside of us. And so when we think about being full of God, being full of the Holy Spirit, that comes out in our actions more so than our emotions. But when our actions are, are loving others, then our emotions tend to follow those. One of our core values here at South Park Church, we have three of them. One of them is generosity. Uh, and in generosity, we believe that we are to give because God gives. God so loved the world that he gave his son all right, on a cross. So we are supposed to give in, in response. And so we have a few core practices that we highlight in, in ways that we try to practice being generous out in the world for God. 
One of them is to serve God in the church, right? to sing in the church, to set up the sanctuary, to, to serve God with our students and children, ministries, that sort of thing, serve God in the church. We also serve God outside of the church. As the, as the students went on the reach trip, they serve God outside of this place. And, uh, and then we also give to God of our, our financial blessings. And uh, the Bible says 10% is kind of a good target range. I want to really focus on, on one of these core practices today, and that's serving God outside of the church, just like this, this reach trip. Because when we're together, it's awesome. And we know the church is more than a building, and we meet all over the city of Charlotte. Uh, but I think what's really cool is that the most of the time we spend together in the world is, is apart from one another. And where we find ourselves is where God expects us to serve. That's at school. That's at our, at our workplace. That's in our neighborhoods. That's with our families. That's when we're at the mall or eating in a restaurant or uh, watching a play or going to a sports game, wherever we find ourselves, God is ready to help us serve God out in the world. And so wherever we are, to look for opportunities to share the love of God with people. Now, obviously, we do that as a congregation. We have organized activities for us to go out in the community and to serve. And so if you're looking for an opportunity to get with other people in our church to go and serve, just like the Reach trip or the Haiti trip or something you know, right here in South Park, I'd invite you to go to our website, southparkchurch.com. And you can click on the events page. You can click on the outreach page. We've got those websites here for you to, to look at. And uh, you can just go and you can find places to plug in as part of our congregation. But I also ask you and challenge you to maybe take it a step further than that in your everyday life, where you're at work, where you're at school, where you're at home. Where can you share the love of God by just serving other people? Now, today we're wrapping up uh, our sermon series, Summer at the Movies. It's been a lot of fun. I hope you all have enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed uh, making it happen up here. And uh, we've seen God at work throughout all this. And we're wrapping up with Toy Story 4 today. And uh, Toy Story franchise is a very popular franchise. And uh, it's a very emotional franchise. And you probably didn't know that the biggest Toy Story fan in our church is our worship leader, Cole Bryant. And we've got a picture of Cole. Just the, the, his fandom is just amazing. It's like Toy Story. Story 4 is like his favorite movie. Uh, not really. He loves 1, 2, and 3. He can't stand 4. So it's, it's Cole's showing us a lot of grace by being here today. And so uh, you can talk to Cole afterwards about your opinion of Toy Story 4. He's got one that he can share with you. But uh, we, we love the Toy Story franchise because uh, if you've seen these movies, they really know how to tap into our emotions. They're able to make us care for toys that don't even exist. And they animate them as if they're human. Uh, and and they, they go through experiences that, oddly enough, we can, we can identify with and connect with. So I want to show you a, a clip from Toy Story 2 in which a little uh, toy, Jessie the Cowgirl, uh, she wears her big red cowgirl hat, uh, teaches us something very powerful and important about love. So let's watch Jessie's story. It's hard to watch, isn't it? It's powerful how they just suck us in so emotionally as this Little cowgirl, Jessie, toys, loves the girl that takes care of her. And then, of course, as the girl grows up and becomes a teenager, has no time for the little toy anymore, and eventually finds her again, and she thinks she's reunited, but she only then takes her out and puts her in a box and leaves her on the curb. And I wonder how many of us who are here today or listening to our podcast or watching sometimes feel like Jessie that we've been forgotten, that we are not loved anymore. And we heard and we long for that, that love and that attention. Well, I need to let you know that you are loved. 
and that you are special, and that you are important, that the God of the universe loves you so much that he sent his son to die for you and to come back to life so that you can live life to the full on this earth and you can live forever in the kingdom of heaven, that you are not alone. You are not forgotten. You are a special child of God. And so if you're feeling lonely or lost or forgotten today, then know that the God of the universe knows your name and you are important. You are the most important thing to God. And so I just would invite you to open your heart to Christ and invite him in to be there and know that you are not alone. We care for you also, and we are here to help you in any way that we can. And please feel free to reach out. God loves you, and we love you very much. And I'm thinking also that some of us here today, we feel the love of God, and we're grateful for that, and we celebrate that. And yet, now we know people in our lives who are like that cowgirl, that cowgirl toy, Jesse, who feel forgotten, who feel that they are unworthy of love, who have put up barriers in their life to make themselves so unlovable that they just distance themselves from others and and so our opportunity in is to share the love of God with them. Who are those people that we will be going to school with this week that are going to be nervous and, and lonely? Who are the people that we work with? Who are the people that we live beside? Or who are even the people in our family that are estranged and, in a way who are feeling just like this? And we have an opportunity. God's put us in their lives for a reason that we have an opportunity to share the love of God with them. So what's the point of John's gospel today? I think he said it very clearly. We love because God first loved us. When we've received the love of God, we found the acceptance of God. We found that we matter, that we're created in God's image, that God has great plans for our lives, that we are the center of what God's focusing on on the earth. It's just incredible. When we, when, when we feel that love, then it's just natural for us to want to go out and share that love with others. We love because God first loved us. So what I want to challenge you to do, every one of you to do this week, is find one person and share God's love with them. To find one person and share God's love with them, and especially to be on the lookout for people who feel forgotten, for people who are lonely, for people who are sitting at the edge of the cafeteria and no one's there with them, or in the workplace, maybe again, the, the walls are up and they're the most unlovable person. What is one thing you can do to love them? Maybe it's a, a kind word. Maybe it's a smile. Maybe it's a high five. Maybe it's a hug. Maybe it's a, hey, let's grab a cup of coffee. Maybe it's just some encouragement or maybe a question. How are you doing? Maybe it's grabbing a meal. I'm guessing that there's somebody in your life who needs the love of God. There's somebody in your life who's just like this little Jesse the Cowgirl toy. Now these movies will rip your heart out and jump up and down on top of them. And it's hard to watch some of this stuff, but they always have this, this uplifting moment in the end. And here's a, a moment in Toy Story 3 where Jesse's reunited with a little girl who loves her and wants to spend time with her. Check it out. Don't you love the joy in just that brief moment where she's getting the hug from that little girl, Bonnie? Brothers and sisters, there's a Jesse the Cowgirl in your life right now. There's somebody that's in your life that God has placed you near so that you can share the love of Christ with them. We love because God first loved us. Find that person this week and share the love of Jesus Christ with them. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.